Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. After we drink and our wood comes at a price, the pursue at our heels will labor and have no rest. Where can this be found? If you find the location, just post it on Facebook, Springboard the Virtual University, and the first person to put it there will get a copy of our book, Personal Branding. It starts from our inheritance being turned over to aliens. If you know where it is, just post it on Springboard the Virtual University Facebook page. So what are the three most important principles in your life? And what are the experiences that inform your worldview? That's the question I'll be seeking to answer with my guest for tonight. Kwesi Anokramboudou is the Deputy Managing Director of EBS Axiom Savings and Loans Company Limited. He will tell us what his top three values are and why he settled on them. Kwesi, welcome to Springboard. Thank you, Albert. Come closer to your microphone and let's... Let's find out from you. How, how are you doing today? How's family? Fine, thank you very much. The family is well, thank you. Right. So, if you have worked with Casey or you still work with him, please let us know if he is embellishing the story along the line or he's giving us the, 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 the actual deal. So, you can share your, the, your perspective with us, 1422, across networks on SMS, or you can post your thoughts on Facebook. Legacy and Legacy or Springboard, the virtual university. But before we even unwrap the whole subject, let's give it, give it to us straight. What are your three top values or, 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 or core principles as an individual? Thank you, Albert. Um, first and foremost, I look at um, integrity. Secondly, I look at leadership, by example. And then last, not the least, hard work. You know, we're going to be plotting a graph over the next couple of months to try and see what are the most common common attributes. I, mean, I, don't, I don't want to influence our, our, our subsequent guests, but that, that's, that's the deal. We'll, we'll combine the various thoughts that are shared and try and see what are the commonalities and where they di- diverge and converge. So let's give it to us again. It's one is integrity. integrity. Leadership, leadership by example and, and hard, work. hard work. Is this any particular order? Is, 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 uh, is it? Not really. I, I I would go with the order that I've stated. Right. So an integrity, leadership by example, and hard work. Right. So give us why why these values? Okay. Thank you. Uh, like I mentioned, you know, when I was growing up, we had a lot of idioms, adages, and some of the most common ones that I remember. A good name is better than riches. Hard work breaks no bones. Right in the corner where you are. And then I remember one that we picked up from Legon. said, success is 90% perspiration and 10% inspiration. And you know, these things have been in the background, have informed the values that I have. And I've carried them throughout my life up to this point in time. And I think that they have worked for me. I mean, uh, these are very little, but I carried them from infancy right through the university and into my working life. Well, somebody says the somebody says values are they are soft issues. They are not really hard issues. Are, are, are principles and values important in the life of an individual or professional? I think so. I would I would say so. And especially for if I take it personal, 
Uh, as a Christian, I believe that um, you need to be principled. We are studying our master. We are following our master, Jesus. And he lived by certain principles. And so for me, values, principles, they're very important. And you, you breach them, and, and, and I, I think that they, it's not good to breach them. So they are very important. You need to have values. You need to have principles. They are guides and, and standards for your life. And I think that they are important, they are important to, to everybody. In the pursuit of the corporate objectives, do these, do these words matter? Words like integrity, words like hard work, yeah. words like leadership by example, do they matter in the corporate world? Albert, trust me, I think they do. At least I've seen them practically in my life. Uh, because as a leader, if you exercise integrity in your leadership, trust me, people who look up to you, subordinates, colleagues, tend to they, 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 they copy you, they mimic you. They, they, they tend to go along with you, want to copy you because you are probably at the top and they want to be like you. And it's the standards and values that you set and apply that really impact them. If you look at leadership by example, you, you put yourself in the work, your hands on, it has an effect on the people that you lead. If you talk about hard work, if you work hard, I mean, people have no choice but also to work hard because everybody wants to keep up with the pace that you, you, you run at. And it eventually has an impact on productivity, has an impact on the attainment of the goals and objectives of the company. So I think they're important. It is 13 minutes past the hour of 7. If you just joined us, this is Springboard, your virtual university. My guest for tonight, Christian Okran Budu, is walking us to his selection of three most important principles or values in his life and he's chosen integrity as number one and, and I'm going to comment on that at the end of the show so I don't just get to influence his thoughts but integrity is number one leadership by example is number two and then sheer hard work is number three and he's, we're trying to find out from him how he settled on these let me, let, let me find out are there childhood apart from the fact that these are some idioms and um, discussions that were held in, in childhood are there also experiences that informed your choice of some of these core values i know i know that people have personal values and companies have values but we'll come to the congruence between them but are there personal experiences that drove you to choose these three yeah i'll say that um whilst growing up uh, you and i know our daddies were in the military and the kind of training they gave us was you you, you have to be straight speak the truth at all times and and so for me it was it was just a matter of course once you went through that training from uh, from a daddy who, who was in the in the navy uh, and a strict mother there was no way you could go you could go anywhere but straight and then in terms of hard work um, you look at the fact that um, I remember when when I was young and in primary school there were some girls very good girls in the class who would always be first, second, and I would come third. And my daddy is like, why can't you be first? Why are you always there? Why? Why? You need to work hard. <laughs> and it, was, it, it, was, it was something of a challenge. And then I also remember, uh, I don't know what happened, but somehow in class six, I was chosen as a school prefect. I just don't know how it was done. And I was elected as a school prefect. And, you know, I picked all those things, all those uh, experiences during childhood especially through training from my parents and through schooling 
and these have stuck with me, influencing the choice of these values, which have, I mean, been with me since. No, I'm laughing at the fact that <laughs> every parent wants their child to be first. Yes, <laughs> yes. Trust there me. are 40, yes. 40 students in the <laughs> class, <laughs> and we can't, we can't, we can't all be first. Actually, I'm just thinking of yours. <laughs> yes. Eh? yes. All right, just for just for purposes of disclosure, you see, and I grew up, grew up uh, 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 in, in Tadi, and we had. Two things in common: very strict mother, and both of us had parents in the in the, in the military, in the navy, for that matter. But that's just one part of a long story that we won't share on this on this network. But crazy, crazy. So talking about values and principles that that guide your life, do you find yourself sometimes practically falling short of these values? I say um, it's challenging because I a, a simple definition I gave for integrity was. Um, doing the right thing when it is very hard even though it's very hard you still maintain and do the right thing so you realize that in the field of work sometimes you have situations where you know out of your heart free will you actually do something you offer a service to somebody and he thinks that I must come to you with an envelope you know what color? Oh, white sometimes brown <laughs> sometimes brown and you know and you are like please I've just done my job. It was a joy. It was a pleasure for me to serve you. But he thinks, no, you should have this. So you have these challenges coming up. But you always look at the standards, the values, the principles, and then you can say, no, thank you. I've just done my bit, and I'm happy to have served you. So it's challenging. It comes up, but like I said, especially from a Christian background with a foundation on Christ, you know, you always check yourself with Scripture, look at the example of Christ. You ask yourself, if Christ was here, would he be happy? Oh, if it would not be, no, please, thank you, I would not. So it's challenging, but I think that you always pinch yourself and then say, look, I want to stay on the straight road. Let me ask him a question again. Do you please. force her sometimes? Um, no. I, I, because I always, if even I fall, I get up and run. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I keep out of uh, harm's way. Right. I, I keep out of harm's way. It is 18 minutes past the hour, seven. If you just joined us, this is a, a, an interesting discussion we're having about the core values of a person's life. And Chris Abud is telling us about integrity, about leadership, by example, and then also about, about plain hard work. And the question that he's avoiding, do, does he fall sometimes? He says he falls, but he rises. So essentially he doesn't fall. Or maybe he slips or he slides. Slides, slides. <laughs> <laughs> what is your greatest fear as a leader? It could be not attaining the goals, particularly when you have trod a certain path, you expect people to follow, and they do not come along. But I always think that that's an issue of communication, probably people not understanding um, the goal that you've set, the targets that you've set, or do not really understand what you want to achieve at the end. So that kind of uh, is scary sometimes. But you realize and reckon the fact that once you realize that people are not coming along and you ask the right questions, you can get people to buy into the view, the goal, the target, and then you can move them along. I'm going to be sharing with you. We have, we have what we call the Springboard SMS Academy. And it's a, it's a, a virtual gathering of thousands, tens of thousands of people across this country that receive messages on their phones from Comfort and I every single day. It's li literally like a school that is invisible, but it's become a very, very notable platform for personal development. And this week, 
on on Friday we shared a story that many people found very instructive. I'm going to share it with you and then ask you to give me your perspective. And it was on the power, interesting, it was on the power of perspective. Now, you know, it doesn't matter what others think about you. What matters the most is what you think about yourself and more importantly, who God has made you. And this story just captures that that lesson. The month of September is devoted to studying the 30 sources of personal power. And this was number five uh, of the 30. So it's a story about a, a woman called Amy Mullins. She had both her legs amputated below her knee before she was aged one. She obviously had no input in the decision, but as she grew up, instead of wallowing in self-pity, she redefined her perspective about her condition. She got herself 12 different pairs of legs, of course, prosthetic legs. She had functional ones for walking across the street and then fanciful ones for special occasions. She actually could decide what height she wanted to be for a particular TV show. So she could go as high as six feet, two inches, or come down, depending on... And so what was supposed to be a calamity or, or, or a disability was rather, to her, an opportunity to have an exciting life. Now, she refused to be labeled as disabled because she saw her prosthetic limbs as giving her superpowers that others could only dream of. Now, she proved it by breaking three world records in track and field in the 1996 Paralympics and going on to become a fashion model and an actress. She was named in the annual list of top 50 most beautiful people by People magazine. In an interview with the comedian and talk show host Stephen Colbert, Amy Mullins suggested that many actresses had more prosthetic materials in their breasts than she had in her whole body, and yet no one called half of Hollywood disabled. So she didn't think anyone should call her disabled. Absolutely amazing story. And coming through an airport this week, I saw a whole host of books by Pastor Nick. Is it Vucinik? The guy without hands, arms, and legs. And one that really caught my attention was a book on how to overcome bullies. People who try to bully you. Okay. Tell me, what, what, what do you think about the power of perspective? Because really, physically, they, are, they just could be the same as everybody else. But what makes a difference is the mind. What do you think of this? I think it's very powerful. Um, this is somebody who developed self-confidence and then accepted who she was and had been created by God. I think that for most people, we want to be somebody else. Uh, but you reckon the fact that for really successful people, they are just who they are and who they've been created by God to be. So you have people who can, they can do anything. They can MC. They can just talk flawlessly and everything goes, just goes fine at any function. It is who God has made you to be. Just accept it. You recognize the fact that God has made you, He's created you in His image, and you're special. Who, you, you don't need to be as tall as Albert. You know, <laughs> you could be as short as me, and you'll be fine because that's how God has created you to be. And you shall excel because you, you recognize the fact that you have. She had no control over her legs, which had been cut at that age. But look at what she did. Got how many pairs of prosthetics? I mean, and she could be whoever she wanted to be. It's all in the mind, and I think that. We need to build on that. Let's have self-confidence, believe in who we are. It doesn't matter where you come from. God has made you unique. You just need to recognize the gifts and talents He's put in you and use them to His glory. 
I don't know who you are listening out there, but if if if, if you find that people people tend to tag you based on 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 your physical outlook, or based on any disability that you have, or based on what people think is even the part of the nation you come from, you'll be surprised if people tag you for reasons that you think are unfair. This story is a challenge you to say, listen, rise up and live live your dream, live your dream, and just go on to be all that God meant for you to be. If you have an experience you want to share with us, the number to share it with one four two two by SMS across networks or just Post it on WhatsApp zero two four four three four zero four three seven about the power of perspective. And later in the show, I'm going to tell you how you can sign up to the Springboard SMS Academy. And so wherever you wherever you are listening, if you have thoughts about this this subject, and or you, you have thoughts about how to live your dream, or you, you have thoughts about challenges that you face, and people try to push you down, share it with us. 1422 across networks. So we'd like to know later when we open the phone lines, we want to find out from you are people tagging you or trying to suppress you, oppress you, or downpress you, whichever the, or the presses that they are. Let us know and let's see how we can together live our dreams and become all that God meant for us to be. My guest in the studio tonight, Chris Budus, is the Deputy Managing Director of EB Action. He's joining us to talk about his three top values in life and how. They were, they were informed or how, how they were chosen and his three top values are integrity plain hard work is number three and in between them is Chrissy number two leadership by example leadership by example so you've got to lead by example do what you say and say what you do yeah. nothing in between right what kind of music do you like oh gospel what kind of gospel um Jeffrey will be fine if you have something by Ace <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. That'd be good. I'm going to play you a song by Joyful Way Incorporated. Let me see if I can find Grand Pa. Yes, I'm, I'm going to find you Grand Pa by Joyful Way Incorporated. And and any dedications you want to make? Well, to my to my wife, of course. To my boys, Kwame, Kwabda, Kebudu, Kebot. My, hey, my, they have nicknames. Yeah, they have nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they are too coffee, so we need to differentiate. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, Friday is a good day for you. I'll yeah. talk about that. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, my parents, Auntie Comfort, and my daddy, my in laws, Mr. and Mrs. GD Barting. If you had left out your in laws, you, you would no, have had to pay some yeah, additional duty allowance. Talking about virtual university, I also want to talk about the SMS Academy. And so earlier in, earlier in the show, I spoke to you about Amy Mullings and the story of a woman who refused to be put down. Well, if you want to join the Springboard SMS Academy, it's very simple. Just text the word Springboard to short code 1984. If you are an MTN or Etel user, just text the word Springboard to 1984 and you will be signed on automatically. <coughs> If you use Vodafone or Tigo, just send the word Springboard to 1985. 1985 for Vodafone or Tigo and the 1984 for MTN or Airtel. For Vodafone users, you've been asking for a while. Now you have your own short code that is 1985. So just send the word Springboard, S-P-R-I-N-G-B-O-A-R-D. To short code 1985 for Vodafone or Tigo and the 1984 for MTN or Airtel. And then you can be logged on straight and every single day you receive a message, education, direction, inspiration to help you live out your dream and become all that God meant for you to be. Talking about education, I indicated to you last week that this whole month of September, we are celebrating six years of Springboard Virtual University. And today we want to find out, has the, have these interventions 
the virtual university as well as the springboard road show has it helped you in your education in any way has it helped you in your education in any way if you have a testimony of how some of the interventions that we have the sms academy the springboard sms academy springboard roadshow or springboard virtual university has helped you in your education just send it to us tonight on Springboard the Virtual University Facebook page or post on Legacy and Legacy Facebook page and if, and we would at the end of today announce a winner and the person who gets the best entry gets a pack of books from Legacy and Legacy as we celebrate six years of this virtual university week after week, every single week designing syllabus and then executing week after week different programs to bring education to our various listeners. So if you find that the programs have been beneficial to you in your education in any way, just send, write a very short entry and post it on our Facebook page, either on the Legacy and Legacy Facebook page or Springboard the Virtual University Facebook page, and we'll be announcing the winner at the end of the show. How has the Virtual University or the SMS Academy or Springboard Roadshow Show helped you in your education? How has it influenced your education? Just send right on Facebook, and we'll be announcing the winner, and the winner will be getting... A set of books from Legacy and Legacy. We announce the winner before the show is out in, a, in, in about 26 minutes or so. So please take note and post your entry so that we can announce the winner as part of our celebration of six years of Springboard, the virtual university. Right, let me also indicate to you, if I mentioned earlier about sales growth, driving sales growth, sales function is the bedrock of every organization's activity. And it's the lifeblood because that's what brings in the cash. So... This driving sales growth program is put together for sales executives, sales supervisors, and frontline personnel to be able to build rapport and build credibility in sales. Especially, we are targeting companies that are indicating that their results for the first eight months have not been up to their expectation and they want to drive sales for the last quarter of the year. This program will present your sales team with the tools to be able to finish the year on a high note. The key deliverables will be raising their confidence level and assertiveness, helping them to align their sales planning with the organization's strategy, and then also making effective sales presentations. And then the fourth one is customer-focused sales delivery, because the sales delivery is about customers, how to keep the customers with you all the way through. The date is the 17th and the 18th of August, 2014. is 9 a.m. till 4 p.m. each day, two-day training program. The venue is the Knowledge Center, East Legon, behind the Grand Men's Hotel. The rate is 640 Ghana cities per participant. So take note of these details and if you want to find out about this driving sales growth program, the number to call 0544-315164 or 024-999555. So my guest for tonight in this discussion, Kwesi Anokrambudu of EB Axion. He's walking us through his life and, very importantly, the pillars that undergird his life. Every leader has the secrets that lie behind, and we'll find out those secrets and find out how we can use them to guide our lives as well. Um, Chrissy, do you have a mentor? Do you have somebody that you look up to who serves as a role model for you or a guide for you in making important decisions in your life? Okay, thank you, Albert. I think that, uh, first and foremost, it is... Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ his example is unmatched and so it's a great um, example that I always look up to look for examples in the Bible to guide my life 
then also in terms of humans, I have got a couple, but um, for now, there are two who make good impact on my life and by the example. I look at um, Mr. Samajay, MD, Ecobank. If you want uh, a big man who is humble, that's one person, and he really inspires me. And then my own boss, uh, Mrs. Frances Edumante, in terms of integrity, hard work, well, I can look up to these two as people who really, you know, put on the light and I, I want to follow and want to, you know, emulate the kind of example that is set. And I think for me, these are human mentors that currently I can pick on, pick on uh, in life. Right. Yeah. So, Samaji and and Francis Edmonti is yeah. it the same Ms. Uh, Edmonti from yes, yes. Unilever? Yes, uh, it? her husband used to. Right. Yeah. Right. So you look at them because of humility, and then and then you, you realize that you're also talking about leadership by example again. Yep. Right. Yes. So you see a correlation between the values that you you yes. believe in and then yep. those that. Yes those that they share yes. right what would you call the proudest day of your life aside my wedding day <laughs> when did that become the default <laughs> <laughs> well i think that it would uh, uh, be um the two it was whilst i was in takwadi and um, i was a branch manager and uh, for two years running uh, my branch was Ajak, the best bank, the best branch in, in, in the bank. And for me, it just told me everything that we're doing something right because it was in terms, measurements were in terms of profitability, customer service, and uh, general performance. And, and for me, that, 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 those two years uh, were crowning moments for me. They were very, very, very wonderful days for me when, when we got those awards. As, as a branch, back to back, and I think that uh, it was you a still good carry, how, many, how many years ago? Ah, this was in um, 2000 um, 2004, 2005, I think, yes. You, you oversee a number of emerging leaders, young executives. If one walked here and said, I've made terrible decisions, I think I've missed, I've missed it, what would you, what would you, what would you do? No, he. I mean, once you've not killed a human being, hey, it's okay. What you do? What you did? Oh no, they shouldn't <laughs> kill anybody. <laughs> but hey, right. you are, you, I so, think you're allowed so to make mistakes. Picking up the pieces. Yeah. How would you deal with a, a protege who's just who's just mixed, uh, mixed it all up? Well, you have you have once you're alive, you have a chance. It's only the dead who don't have a chance. So once you're alive, I would advise pick up the pieces, and then make the corrections that you need to make. Seek guidance get advice and then move on I mean if you do not make mistakes sometimes you don't learn and so you need to make mistakes but don't make uh, ones that will result in people dying please that is not allowed <laughs> and probably don't make a habit of making mistakes every day please in the name of learning please <laughs> right <laughs> it is 20 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock this is Springboard your, your virtual university we are walking to Leaders Digest is the name of the series and we are trying to find out from Mr. Kwesi who is our guest for tonight what are the pillars that drive his life let's talk about family you talked about your wedding being one of your proud moments let's yeah. talk about family um how important is family to you? It's key. Because I always say, when the house is okay, then everything else can move on. When you have peace at home, hey, your work goes on well. So for me, family is important. And uh, in fact, I don't play with it. <laughs> it's a serious job. And I think that I make it uh, a point to be there for the boys. 
I do my best for my wife. It's important. Somebody said. Somebody said the full time job is the is the, some, the full time job is the husband. Everything else is part time. <laughs> oh, right. Boy. So, <clears throat> definition of success. When 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 you talk about success, what, what goes to your mind? What, what would you call success? Well, I would say success is when you have attained or achieved the goals that God has wired in your system and has set up for you. It doesn't mean being very rich. It does not mean necessarily mean you are the most popular, but you have achieved your 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 maximum best. And for me, that is success. And so, you know, these days, most people think to be successful means you have loads of cash in the bank. But once, for me, success is really achieving, I mean, being who God meant you to be. How do you know? Man, you know because you have, you have the satisfaction, inner satisfaction, and people also benefit from, from, from whatever whatever role, whatever talents, whatever gifts God has put in you that you use and succeed and make because you could, you know, you sent something the last time and uh, it was a test people were supposed to take to find out what what roles or what roles best suited answers to some questions that you give and, and for me, I came up with something that I thought was well, spot on, and for me once I'm in that role and playing that role I think that I'm successful. I may not have a lot of cash. That's fine. But hey, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's what uh, is important to God that matters. What is important to God is what matters. What, what do you think? What is important to you, our listener out there? What is the, What gives you the most fulfillment as a person? What do you consider as your priority? You can share that with us when we open the phone lines in a few minutes. We're going to try and find out from you. What are the things that matter to you? And by the way, if you if somebody is trying to oppress you or keep you under because you are physically challenged in any way, our story that we shared earlier on is a reminder that you can go ahead and live out your dream. Becoming who God meant for you to be is success from the perspective of our guest for tonight, Mr. Kwesi Budu, who's telling us that listen, whatever it is that God has wired you for, that is what makes you successful. Right. Now Looking at your life over the past decades, what are the important landmarks, the important pillars that have shaped you today? If you were to rewind and look at your life, I mean, I look at the major junctions in my life, significant events, some of them good, some of them very, very challenging, that have worked together to make me who I am today and if anyone asks me I can tell you listen this one was tough but I'm a better person as a result what are some of the key landmarks in your life that have helped make you who you are today okay I would say that um, life is about choices it's about choices and for me um, there are certain important landmarks I'll go back to school uh, and I say life is about choices because of an incident that uh, uh, or a situation I faced. I remember in, after O level, I was one of the people who wanted to be a doctor, you know, a medical doctor. And so I, I, I for sixth form, I chose um, biology, physics, and chemistry. Well, I started, um, I started a course for two weeks, and realized at a point that I wasn't wired for that. <laughs> and so 
I and at the time, interestingly, I was a class prefect, and uh, it was difficult for me to say, "Look, my hands are up. I think I want to back out of this program." Uh, so I remember speaking to the late Mr. Pedu, and then he said, "Okay, fine. If you want to change courses, then go get a note from your daddy and bring it to me." So I came to Accra, got a note from my daddy, and went back and changed my course. And I did um, geography, economics, and RS. <laughs> and you know, they had gone like two weeks ahead. Uh, but thankfully, I think for lower six, I think I got the prize for was it economics or geography? I'm not. I can't even remember now. But that was a big landmark because it actually saved me. Uh, I was going down a road that I think I would not have done well on. But by God's grace, and you know, He says, Scripture says, all things work together for the good of those who love Him. So He saved me at that time, and I think that that was one thing that really changed my course and. It's from that point. That was a very key one because if I'd missed that one, I don't, I don't think I would have, I would have gone far. Do you find that many people get to that point and they fail to make that transition? Yes. Why? You know, sometimes it's because of peer pressure. What people will say. I remember people actually. Some of my mates really tease me. Oh, the class prefect running away. But you know, I knew what I was going through, and I thought, hey. Why should I please people when I think I can do better somewhere else? And, you know, the results at the end of the day proved it. That if I'd stayed there, I would have wasted my time. So for me, it's never too late for anybody. You may be on at a wrong point in time. But hey, once you commit to the Lord and you are determined, don't allow peer pressure and what people will say and you want to be this. Look, if it doesn't suit you, change it. One of the pressure points in, in making choices when it comes to education is the fact that some courses are rated as supposedly being higher than others. And so um, even the educational institution and the, the tutors would challenge you for wanting to move from a so-called higher course to a so-called lower course. And even when you know it's not working for you, the system would actually, as it were, try to push you towards what you're not prepared for. If, if, if you're listening today, this, this, this should be an encouragement for you. Listen, do what you know you are good at and you could end up achieving your career objectives. Carrying a cross you're not ready for could end up pushing you over the precipice and beyond some point, you ask yourself, I went to sit in the law class for three weeks and <laughs> after briefing Marbury and Madison, I realized actually <laughs> when they, start, they started bringing the Kabbalists, no volleys, when I said, my friends, I'll see you <laughs> It is 13 minutes to the 13 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. I'm going to open the phone lines now. If you've had an experience of of going to sit in a course, a course that you did not, you knew you just did not, were not wired for, share it with us. If you also, if you also have an experience with people looking down on you because of the part of the world you come from, the part your disability, or you traveled outside the country and people trying to pin you down because you're from Ghana and you had to fight your way out, just share your experience with us. If any of the issues we've mentioned along the line, the issues about integrity or the issues about leadership by example or plain hard work are of interest to you, the number to call zero two zero two two one six five four one. What are your own three core values and how did you settle on them? Let's find out if your values are aligned with those of our guests for tonight. And I probably want to find out why you choose what you choose. That is even more important to me than giving me three words. Why do you choose whatever you choose? The number to call zero three zero two two one six five four one. Do you have values that guide your life? And if you had to choose between one thing and another, are there values that would help you say, listen, a good name, let the riches go? Or would you say, Chale, hmm, 
Why thou shalt not live but once. <laughs> call it to the show, let's talk. Hello, good evening. Yeah, good evening. Your name where are you calling from, please? My name is Rudiger. I'm calling from Dodoa. Do you have do you have values, sir? Yeah. I have values that encourage me. Uh, because I have a lot of challenges and as I'm sitting down here I'm still facing a lot of challenges. Uh, that I want to share with you in a brief, uh, which uh, I completed GSS, and unfortunately my nose, two nose got blocking and leading to bleeding uh, for almost six years. But with that, I told myself that education is the key to success. So there's no way I was sitting in the house because of that sickness. So I forced myself and went to ASS uh, the same year, but because of that, I couldn't complete the SS and I was operated in Kolebu four times. But I, I didn't end up. I forced myself. I attended SS for nine good years. It's not that uh, I'm not intelligent, but because of uh, sickness. After two years, when I came out from that problem, I had an accident. And as I'm talking to you right now, had one of my legs, the left one amputated above the knee. And surprisingly, it's, it's not easy for me. Uh, and I don't have even anybody to look up to. It's only God that I always pray for. My mom is an inspiration to me and my God. After I had an accident, and then three years you know after, what? I lost my father too. But by the grace of God, I always said that I always listen to this particular program, praying that all that they share here, I'll hold them and then hold it onto myself, and also I also become something, and then one day I'll share this. So when they opened up, they read that in that uh, lady uh, at the at the early stadium put it in her knee, and I said, oh, then I can hold on to my faith with all the values, and then make something out of life. Wonderful. What's, what's the first name again? Please. Did you say niche? At least I can't hear you. The first name again? Uh, my name is Rudiger. Rudiger. So, Rudiger, let's keep listening to the show and we, we, will, we will note your story and as, as, we, as we continue listening, we trust that you would you will be energized to live your dream and we'll be looking out for your story and one day we'll be looking forward to sharing your story right here on this network. Thank you very much. God bless you. Right, the number to call zero three zero two two one six five four one. That's the number to call to join us in this discussion. Do you have values that you want to share with the whole world, and what is what informed the choice of those values? Again, do you also have a disability or a challenge that people are trying to keep you down, but you've managed to fight your way all the way to the top? Why don't you share it with us? Share your own Amy Mullins experience with us on the show. Hello, good evening. Good evening, sir. Your name, where are you calling from, please? My name is Daniel. I'm calling from Tema. Daniel? Please? Daniel, go ahead and share your thoughts with us. Yeah, well, one thing I also believe is you need to find your boundaries when you want to get to the top. Right. That, uh, this is what I want to be, and my reason of that, this thing is not good for me, this thing is good for me. And also, you need to sacrifice a lot without sacrificing. It's impossible for you to achieve certain things in life. 
Thank you very much. Define your boundaries and then also sacrifice. If you don't define your boundaries, you end up crossing over into lanes that you did not anticipate. Thank you very much, Daniel, for your thoughts. Hello, good evening. All right, the number to call zero two zero two two one six five four one. Do you have? Are you are you defining your boundaries and are you sacrificing, or do you have your three core values? How did you arrive at them? Just share them with us on the show. Hello, good evening. Yeah, good evening. Your name where you calling from, please? Yeah, this is Martin from Beko. Martin. Yeah. Tell me, Martin, do you have core values, principles that you don't joke with at all? Okay, my core value was that um, people like intimidating, like they look at the standard of your education, they try to maybe bring you down. Because I quite remember the time I completed SS, I was supposed to study outside the country and Three months, my daddy died, so no one was there to look after me. Besides that, I started business, and people were trying to criticize that. As a man with no knowledge, how can you run business? But um, I just focused, and then I'm just making it. So what I have is that first, you need to have a long-term plan, and the second one, you need to learn. And the last one, you need to focus. When you do that, I think of it, you'll be ruining. All of a sudden, you'll be losing, but the ruining will be more important than losing. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Have a long time long-term plan focus and then you need to add value through learning let me take a, a, one, one or two more calls and then we'll wrap this up the number to call zero three zero two two one six zero three zero two two one six five four one let me take one last caller and then we would wrap up on the show coming up next the walk with jesus and the discussions with a man who was sentenced to death by firing squad but managed to escape and is now a minister of the gospel the book is death row the author of death road to christ and his name is pastor david messi and he'll be hosted by pastor atuakwa we talk about people with disabilities this man was sentenced to death by firing squad quite an interesting story all right that's my last caller hello good evening good evening sir your name where are you calling from please my name is gibson gibson Kiteku calling from tema gibson share your thoughts with us on the show wrap up for us well i, I would like to say that i've enjoyed your program tonight thank you very much and um I think the only thing I want to add is uh, I believe that you have to be yourself. Right. That is my, um, what I want to add to Chris's own. Yes, in, uh, because I had an experience. I actually read engineering at USC, and Chris was my mate at Lincoln for the master's program. <laughs> I don't know whether he will recognize me anyway. I do. <laughs> but today I found myself doing um, shipping and all that in Tema here. But what I realized was that I, 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 just, I just went into engineering because I was in a science school. I didn't want to be, I mean, an engineer in the first place. But I found myself doing it. After that, I realized that no, this is not the right area for me to be. But I realized that I've spent four years doing engineering and I'm not using it. But I said, no, it is better for me to change than to actually stay there and maybe not, not make any headway. Right. So eventually I had a chance to read marketing at Lincoln for my MBA. And then later I, I had a scholarship to go to Sweden also to do MS in shipping. Now I'm a training consultant in international trade logistics and um, 
So you're living, you're living, supply you're, chain, that's right. So you're living, you're living um, your dream. Yes, that's right. Thank you very much, Gibson. You, you, you just brought down the curtain in a very interesting way. Whatever it takes, just have a plan, have a vision, have an outlook, and then pursue it. And by God's grace, you would get there. The notable thing we see is that he talked about making an important change when it mattered most. Let me give you the last word um, on this, just to wrap up on the show. Your closing thoughts. Yeah, well, I think that um, we've, we've said a lot, but like we've mentioned, Make the change when it's necessary, because sometimes if you don't, it's fatal. And then also, for me, I think that as leaders, we can achieve the greatest results when we acknowledge each and every member of our team, treat them with respect, and then carry them along. And I think that you achieve results if everybody feels a part of what you're doing, wherever you're leading, be it at work, church, school, give people respect, carry them along, and you're sure to achieve great results because you grant them the fuel that energizes them when you respect them, when you acknowledge them, and they want to achieve the results, no matter how difficult. A hundred years from now, how do you want to be remembered? Yeah, I want to be remembered as um, a selfless leader uh, who, who said... God and mankind to the best of his ability. A servant leader. For me, it's important. That's the example of Christ. And a good husband. Thank you. So help you, God. Amen. <laughs> good evening, Akos. I hope you, I hope you enjoyed hearing that. And he, he, I've added it for him, so in case he, he forgot it, to be a good husband. All right, let me just give you some thoughts that I've gleaned from my discussion with Christian Okranbudu tonight on the virtual university. Number one is that the values and principles a leader holds dear determine the trajectory he takes, he or she takes their people. Second thing I found out is that integrity, leadership by example, and hard work are some of the fundamental values that he holds dear. The third one is that a leader who has integrity and leads by example is able to maximize impact because it's easier for others to follow the person's leadership. Number four, it is not always easy to do the right thing, but leaders strive not to succumb to pressure. Number five is about the power of perspective. And he says leaders must have confidence in their own abilities and be passionate about their dreams. Number six, it is important to provide children with positive experiences as it shapes their perspective and leadership abilities. Number seven, leaders should seek good counsel and quickly correct their mistakes. Number eight, a leader should have the humility to accept his or her weaknesses and courage to pursue his or her dreams. Number nine, leaders should strive to achieve harmony at home because when there's harmony at home, there can be harmony at work. And then finally, I found out that good success is being in the will of God or doing what you believe you are wired by God to do. Among all the things that he said, one of the things that was really significant for me tonight is the fact that you sometimes will find yourself on a road that you know will not get you to where you're supposed to be. You must have the courage to make changes. I don't know what you're doing tonight that you may assume is the right one, but you genuinely, genuinely know something must change. I hope, I hope that tonight has given you the impetus to make some changes. I have a message from Alex Nana Awachi Radio. He says, I listened to Joy and redirected my thoughts and I finished my 
first degree and I'm pursuing my postgraduate degree. Well, Alex, just for listening to the virtual university and making changes, finishing your first degree and pursuing your postgraduate degree as a result of listening to the virtual university, you get to win a pack of books from us here at Legacy and Legacy as part of our celebration of six years of Springboard, the virtual university. Next week, I'm coming up with some big, big prizes. So if you know that there's something that this, this show, this network, this program has done that has helped you become a better person, just Get ready. Next week, we're going to announce the number and the platform to post it on, and you could just be winning yourself some very special prizes. Good evening, and thank you very much for joining us right here on the Virtual Investing. On behalf of Comfort, Matthew, and Amos, I want to say thank you to Kwesi and Okrambudu for being here on the show with us, and to you out there for listening. Until we come your way again next week in our new series called The Leader's Digest. My name is Reverend Albert Okran. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. Good night. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary conferences and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus two three three two four nine 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 zero zero zero. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, Amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, Always remember, you are blessed indeed. No more searching, the light has come.